when the things you seek have been lost to time, look no further. We can go get them. We're Murphy's Inc. Murphy's Inc. is not responsible for any time paradoxes, historical retaliations, or other risks related to the delivered artifact. Any questions regarding the company's liability or tax information will be answered in time. Last time on Murphy's Inc., Daphne and her team returned from their mission to the House of Wisdom, where James, better known as Intern 2, learned a very hard lesson about time traveling. But in the process, Daphne and James seemed to leave their past issues in the past. Back at HQ, Isaac very much wanted to have a conversation with Philippe about Michael and Daphne's clothes from the Eric the Red mission. Gleason finally opened up to Hart and Michael about what is happening with Marie and asked for their assistance in researching the situation. And Michael and Daphne are concerned about observations they've been making over the past few weeks. Something just isn't adding up. File number TX76204, Autumn Jones. Dumped at an orphanage early in life, Autumn has always known hardship. She seems to have trust issues, a short temper, and struggles with her identity, or rather, not knowing what exactly her identity is. Even so, everyone's favorite server tries desperately to overcome her identity crisis. Autumn yearns to one day become a chef and have a restaurant of her own. Oh, good! You're awake! What? How did you get in here? I'm on a strict no-visitors regimen. You know that. The nurse was asleep, so I just snuck past her. Shouldn't you be preparing for your next mission or something? I just... I just wanted to see you. To check on you and see how you were doing. Well, you came, you saw. Now, please leave. Why are you still standing there? Shoo, shoo, off you go. <laughs> you are unbelievable, you know that? I came in here to see you not as your coworker, but as a friend. And instead of acting the least bit grateful, you swell up at me like some miserable grouch. And it's not just me that you've been shutting out, apparently. What is wrong with you, Philippe? <gasps> what is wrong with me? Look! Look at me! I'm an invalid! An invalid? Don't you think you're being a bit dramatic? The doctor said you would be fine in a few weeks. You're not paralyzed. The surgery was a success, and there haven't been any signs of infection. These are great things. You should be thankful. I, I am thankful, truly. But it's, it's complicated, all right? You wouldn't understand, so let's drop the subject, okay? Make me understand. Don't cry, Philippe. I didn't mean to. Such make... a loser, a selfish, rotten loser. You are not a loser. You saved a man by taking a knife in the back for him. To me, that's a hero. 
I'm not a hero. Clearly, Michael left some info out of his debrief. What do you mean? What wasn't in the debrief was what happened before I got struck by the knife. I was reckless throughout the entire mission. Michael called me out on it and tried to open my eyes up to my behavior, but I just would not listen to him. And look where my stubbornness got me. Laid up in this uncomfortable hospital bed, unable to practice my craft. That's, that's not even the worst part. Once Gleason and Isaac learn about my actions, and that all of this could have been prevented, I will never be allowed to go on another mission. There, there. It's going to be okay. Shh. Shh. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. I know just what you need. Where are you going? assignment for you and your squad. Yes, sir. I will be providing you with a detailed itinerary shortly. However, your squad will not be included in the briefing. They will have to blindly follow orders. Understood. I'm assuming instructions won't be sent to my tablet. Oh, God. Sir? Isaac? Oh, my God. Am I to understand instructions will not be sent to my tablet? Correct. Commit the following to memory. You will prepare your team to arrive outside of Toothill, just north of Upton, England, in the early 1900s. What is that objective? You are to locate and recover the Eye of Norn. You found it. How? Its location is not confirmed. However, your senior agent on this mission has deemed it imperative to investigate. Senior agent? Isaac, no one in the shadows outranks me, and we don't fraternize with operations. Who is this senior agent? You will rendezvous with the chief. More instructions will be given upon your arrival. The chief? As in, will be in the field with Murphy? That is correct. You mean to tell me that you knew where the chief was this whole time, and you didn't tell us? I always know. You jump tonight after lights out. Do not be late. But how are we- Dear gods, don't let that be Isaac. Come in! Hi, Gleason. How are you today? Ah, hello, Hobbit. I'll be doing better once I can get this doggone machine to work. How is the research on Strasbourg coming along? We've made some progress, but we may need to head to the university for the librarian. Well, that's, um, not very good news. Uh, but I suppose you did come to see me about something. Um, well, you see, 
I just went to visit Philippe just now, and, um... Hart, you know no one is allowed in the med bay without approval, especially after the bedpan incident. I know, and I'm sorry for disobeying orders, but Philippe really needs a friend right now. And I thought if I went to see him, it would cheer him up a bit, you know? And did it cheer him up? Mm, not exactly, no. I made him cry, actually. But that's not the point. The point is, Philippe needs to get out of that bed. Out of that room. And have some fun. He had a very traumatic experience on the Sifia mission and needs some TLC. I see. What do you propose for this TLC treatment of yours? You still have those board games, don't you? Hmm, I do. Well, I know that it might not be the best time to ask, but I propose a game night. With your approval, of course. Hmm, while I am disappointed about the research, hmm, I will call down to the nurse's station and ask them to release him for a game night. Oh! <laughs> Just one more thing before you go. Yes, Gleason? Ah, is it just going to be the two of you playing, or will you be inviting the others to play as well? I hadn't really thought about it. Ah, perhaps invite Autumn. She's new here, and we want to make her feel welcome and part of the team. Remember, she doesn't know exactly what we do, and nor should she. Wow! That was a great suggestion, Gleason. Ah, have fun! <laughs> and do make sure to return the game with all of its pieces, please. <sighs> Murphy, I still wish you were here, but I think I'm finally getting the hang of all this. You would be proud. Anybody hear that? Hear what? That ticking noise. Sounds like it's coming from inside the wall. Oh uh, yeah, I can hear it. Must be another leak. No, no, this... This sounds like the chittering of tiny little teeth. A mouse? Not so loud. Yes, a mouse. Well, we can't just let this mouse stay here rent-free. Which is why we're going to relocate him. Who's we? Me and the two of you. I hardly think we're qualified for mouse relocation. Why not call an exterminator and be done with it? My cousin has a cat she'd probably let us borrow. We're not calling an exterminator and we don't need a cat. After everything we've all been through in the past few months, we're perfectly capable of catching a wee little mouse. Besides, we need to draw as little attention to this as possible. Okay, but we expect a bonus for doing this. I'll mention it at the next manager's meeting. Where are you going? To the storage room to look for some traps. Sylvia, call Marie. Calling Marie. No one appears to be responding on the other end. Great. Hey, Gleason, whatcha up 
to... I'm busy, Daphne. What do you want? Busy with what? Perhaps I could be of assistance? Ah, fine. It, it was bound to reach your ears eventually, so here's the short version. A woman named Marie from Strasbourg, Alsace in the year 1518 CE contacted me via Sylvia. And then uh, a sudden power surge came through the system and now I can no longer communicate with her. I had placed Michael and Hart on research duty, but with Hart tending to Philippe and Michael on a rodent hunt, it seems like not much is getting done, and a fresh set of eyes just might do the trick. Sure, I'd be happy to research this Marie for you, but how did she contact you through Sylvia? I appreciate that, and what I have figured out is that she seems to be utilizing a holy eye of Norn. Holy Eye of Norn? Yes, yes, you know the spheres that most of us followers of the Norn have. I actually used to have one myself, but it seemed to disappear sometime around your recent Viking mission. Huh. I do remember you having one of those. That's very interesting. Indeed. But anyways, as much as I know you don't get along, I'd like to ask you to mm, perhaps get the librarian to assist? Really? I hardly see how that's going to work out. It seemed to work out great in the House of Wisdom mission. No one got hurt, you made it back alive, and you got the drawings and books as instructed. This could be good for both of you. Teamwork makes the dream work, as they say. Whatever. I'll ask her, but we are not going to become gal pals, you hear me? Well, I guess it's time to bring him up to speed. Sylvia, call Isaac's mobile. Calling. There is no answer. Would you like to leave a message? Yes. Isaac. Please come to my office at your earliest convenience. We have something that we need to discuss. Uh, Rough day? You could say that. Well, maybe this could lift your spirits. Thank you, Autumn. Anytime. This is the best fine steak I've had in a long time. How did you learn to cook so well, if you don't mind me asking? When I was a little girl at the orphanage, I struggled to fit in with the other children. I was sort of the runt of the bunch, and I got bullied frequently. I hated sports and playing outside, so... When the others went out for exercise, I would sneak down into the kitchen and hide and watch the cook work her magic. (laughs) (laughs) You were an orphan. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, thanks. All my life has been trying to figure out who I am and where I belong. Enough about me. Tell me about this rough day of yours. Where to begin? Let's see. Well, for starters... 
Philippe is having a difficult time recovering from his injury, and I came up with what I consider to be a solution. Game night. The thing is, nobody in this building wants to play or has time. Daphne is on some assignment for Gleason, and Michael and the Indians are trying to catch a rodent. I'm beginning to lose hope that it will happen. Would you be interested? Me? I don't know. Games aren't really my thing. Plus, I can't leave the kitchen. My boss would be very upset if I left it unattended. Then close it down for the night. Gleason's already approved this soiree, and he's the boss around here. If your boss has a problem with it, you can tell him to take it up with Gleason. Come, join us. You'll have a great time. If you say so. and I are in need of your services. Would you keep your voice down, please? This isn't a barn. Sorry. Thank you, Daphne. Now, what is it you need? I need to do some research. Yes, Michael and Hart to do it, but this task requires more, shall we say, expertise? Your expertise, to be exact. Hmm, I see. And what might my expertise be needed to research? A woman in 1518, Strasbourg, Alsace, named Marie, has contacted Gleason, and he believes, somehow, through his eight ball. Eight ball. Eight ball. What do you mean by eight ball? Is it a Viking symbol? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I meant a holy eye of Norn. Oh, yes. Those are a dime a dozen. You can buy one at any corner store these days, usually in the same section where they sell those hideous candles. Well, with Sylvia integrated, aren't they a more modern device? Oh, that is true. They only began using a Sylvia component in the last decade. So, you can understand how this doesn't exactly make sense. We need to figure out if there are any records that can help us, as we likely need to head there to investigate. That certainly seems like a tall order, but I will try my best. If you will excuse me, I'd better get started. Well, here's the thing. Gleason asked that we work together on this. Isn't one mission together enough? I hardly see how this has any chance of success. I tried to tell him that, but after bringing up our success in Baghdad, I knew it wasn't long before he'd start talking about having all the confidence in the world and two highly intelligent women, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get it. Well, we should get to work then. Gleason, talking to a woman. How very out of character for him. I found all the traps I could in the storage room. Why do we need so many? Our chances of catching Mortimer are greater with the more traps we have. 
we only have one, we might never catch the little bastard. Makes sense to me. So here's the plan. I'll take some traps to the western half of the building and set them. You two will set traps on the eastern half. Well, you heard him. Let's get a move on setting these traps. Are you telling me you're content with still being a gopher? Despite all we've done on the missions? <laughs> Better a gopher than a mouse right now. But really, I kind of figure we're finally starting to gain some ground around here. Why risk losing any? We already have worked so hard. Why does it feel like we're always going above and beyond? Since when don't you believe in patience and hard work being rewarded? No, it's it's not that. Let's just let's just set the traps, okay? Okay. There you are. What took you so long? You said you would be right back. It took me longer than expected, but I'm back, and I have quite a surprise for you. Is it so? What? No. Kashmir? Oh, what about Vakunya? No, and no. It's not fabric, Philippe. Will you just listen and let me finish, please? Fine, fine. <sighs> How would you feel if I told you that you get to leave the medbay for the night? Really? Oh, that would be fantastical. Where and what would I be leaving for? You'll see. Hop in. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am not falling around in that metal monstrosity. Besides, my arms hurt. Oh, don't worry about that. I'll push you. Oh. Well then, that sounds lovely. Now, put on this blindfold. Really? Really? Fine. We are almost there. Hop, can you please take this blindfold off? Or tell me where you've taken me. Stop whining. I'm taking the blindfold off. Ta-da! You took me to the employee break room? And why is our chef here? Hi, Philippe. It's good to see you. Autumn is joining us for... Drummer, please. Bum, ba, da, dum. Game night. I'm out of here. Whoa there, Tiger. You're not going anywhere. I asked Leeson if we could have a game night to boost morale, and he approved. And we are playing. It'll be good for you. It'll help you get out of this funk you've been in since uh, him, the incident. Hey. There you go. Isn't that couch more comfortable than the wheelchair or the medbay bed? Guess I have no other choice at this point. Very well. What are we playing? Mjolnir Quest for Civilization. Mjolnir? I've never heard of that one. Is it new? 
It's a specialty role-playing game in which you battle Eric the Red for claims to Scandinavian lands and settlements. The lands are numbered and each player takes a turn rolling dice. Whichever number the dice lands on, the player must devise a battle plan to defeat Eric and his forces and conquer the land. In near the Valhalla Master is Eric, which in this case is me. It's a game about strategy and tactics. Sounds interesting. Philippe, would you like to go first? I rolled a three. Okay, it looks like you'll be in Kakortak. Hey, there he is! I found the mouse! Well, don't just stand there. Set the trap in front of him and block him. Come on. Come get the cheese. Take the bite! I never thought I'd see the day. High five! I'll call Michael and let him know. Hello? It's Stephanie. James and I, mostly James, caught the mouse. Wonderful. Meet me in the break room. 10-4. Mission accomplished. Yes, Isaac, I understand that the budget is tight right now, but this mission is important. How so? It just is, all right. There's a lot about this woman that I still don't understand. Then why are you asking for funds to cover a mission you have not planned out yet? Look, Mr. Gleason. The agents have been on two expensive missions within a matter of weeks. We have bills to pay. We can ill afford to take on frivolous missions. I know, I know, but this one is different. I feel like... What the... Isaac! We're going to have to discuss this later. What is going on, Mr. Mason? It can't be. I'll be honest, I've never been a fan of playing board games, but Mjolnir seems to be an exception. It's one of the best for sure. It's all right. Philippe, you're incorrigible. Just because you lost. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Laugh all you want, because I will win one day. I'm sure you will. In time. Here, Autumn, can you help me get him into bed? Sure. I'm not that heavy. But thank you both. I want you to know that I had so much fun today. I think sometimes we get so caught up in the rigmarole of life that we forget to have fun. I second that. Thank you, Vaut, for talking some sense into me and for helping me to come myself once again. I also appreciate the free history lessons. I honestly didn't know how much of civilization stems from the Scandinavians. Oh yes. In fact, many of the folk tales, fairy tales, dancing, art, and even our culture comes from the Vikings. If you don't mind me asking, what does Murphy's Inc. do, exactly? 
I've been here a few weeks, and I don't know the first thing about the nature of your business. We, um... You see, we try to... We are historians, plain and simple. Oh, okay. That makes sense, given the Viking-inspired board game and your knowledge of the Vikings. How did you get into the historian business? For personal reasons, I suppose. I've been on a quest to learn about my ancestors. What about you, Philippe? Coming from a place ripe with history, like Italy, I've always been fascinated by it. I enjoy learning about the people of old, and especially their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a message from Lison. Report to HQ ASAP. I'll see you both later. I could stay with you for a little while if you'd like. While I appreciate the offer, I think it's best that I get some rest after all the excitement of game night. We did it. The interns and I caught the mouse. Isn't that great? Wow, I must say, I expect a little more fanfare than this. Why the wooden faces? What's going on? Here, Daphne. Look. Isn't he cute? Oh, he is not cute. Ah, come on. He wants to give you a little smooch. Oh, keep that thing away from me. Okay, you two. Gleason looks like he has something to say. Uh, thank you, Michael. Uh, there's been a development, but we will wait until Hart gets... Ah, I think I hear her coming right now. Is everything all right? I came as fast as I could. What's happening, Gleason? Uh, truth be told, I don't know whether this is a cheerful announcement or a bleak one. Regardless, uh, Murphy is alive. <gasps> oh, dear. Uh, okay. Uh, excuse me, everyone, calm down. Murphy is alive and, for some reason, is transmitting signals to us via Morse code. I don't have a lot of details at this point, but are there any questions? Morse code? That hasn't been used by the military for almost a hundred cycles. However, it didn't become commonly used into the mid-1800s. That's true, and those facts help us to narrow the window of what year, I mean, cycle. I mean, I didn't even realize that Murphy knew Morse code. I've known Murphy longer than most of you, and would have never guessed that Morse code would be the preferred option to reach out in any time period. Very true. Not long after Morse code was invented came the telephone, so why not use that option? Gleason, how would Murphy even know how to send a message to us here that way? What's Morse code? Morse code? Morse code! Uh, okay. Either way, what is it? These are all really great questions, but right now, frankly, they don't matter. What does matter is that we have another mission to get prepped for. While I try to figure out when and where Murphy is, I need Michael, Daphne, Hart, and you, um, you, intern, you, uh, to put together a full game plan for heading to 1518 CE, Strasbourg, Alsace. My name is James. How does everyone else know that but you? Not the time, James. Gleason, before we dive deep into this, we have a very important little task to take care of. It shouldn't take too long. 
Here you go, little buddy. Run free. Michael, when and where do you think Murphy is? I don't have the slightest idea, but like that tiny mouse, I guess the boss must have gotten lost. But you know something? What's that? Unlike that mouse, Murphy has an entire team of people who care and are coming to the rescue. I couldn't have said it better myself. Is that a cat? Oh my gosh, that is a cat. No, 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 no. Get away from that mouse, you stupid cat. Here, kitty, kitty. All of you, get that cat. Is an intern. In general, or within my organization? Well, both. In general, first. An intern is a student or trainee who is supervised in a structured learning experience in a professional setting, sometimes without pay, at a trade or occupation in order to gain valuable work experience in the chosen field of study. And with you? Well, pretty much the same, just a little more dangerous. Normally we find those who are interested in history. There are a variety of factors we look at for our interns. What are some of those factors that you look for? We normally look for history, archaeology and anthropology majors mostly. We definitely like former servicemen and women. There was one time we took a guy fresh out of jail. We recently had a guy stumble into an opportunity with us. How does one trip into opportunities? And do you have interns now? It's a figure of speech, not an actual stumble. We have multiple interns throughout the organization. When it comes to reporting directly to me, there are two. This is the first step to becoming a full-fledged agent. What do your interns do? We'll send them on simple supply runs or historical reviews. And sometimes we'll need them to do a little reconnaissance before a big mission. So do these interns have names? What is the matter? You do not know them? Of course I know them. I just don't know, know them. What does that mean? I remember some details about their backgrounds. I know their faces enough to probably find them in a crowd. Their names just escape me. We have observed that when your kind talks about the details of a person, that may help to recall their name. Let's give it a try. There are two, correct? Correct. A male and a female. As the expression goes, ladies first. She has been with us the shortest amount of time, but you'd never be able to tell. She brings a sense of leadership, which probably comes from her service in the military. Is that why you chose her? She's exactly what we look for. Military service, her school records were very good, especially her history scores. When it comes to research, she has become a huge help there. Her adaptability is quite impressive. Lastly, she also seems to keep our other intern in line. <laughs> Speaking of your other intern... He was the one I was talking about, the one who stumbled into a job with us. Let's hear. From what I remember, he was driving by our headquarters going to an interview when his car broke down. His phone had no reception, you know, just a bad situation. Anyway, he walked in the door to see if he could use the phone and was mistaken for the next applicant. 
He just went along with it. So why was he not stopped? When he gave his name, they realized he wasn't the right person. At that point, he asked if he could go through the interview, since he was going to miss his other one. For some reason, they agreed to let him continue. He sailed through our questioning and did very well with the physical test. It seemed hard to pass him up. He just seemed to fit right in place. So did they. Oh, Stephanie! And... James. I guess our observations have been correct. I'm going to have to make more of an effort to get to know them better. This episode was written by Ashley Dean, James Devro Lewis, Tyrus Rayner, and Mark Helton. Directed by Mark Helton. Produced by Mark Helton, James Devro Lewis, and Tara Eon. Audio editing and effects by Joe Bly with Kiana Music. Original music by Louis Palfrey. Original artwork by Michael Leone with The Cloned Ones, LLC. This episode featured the voice talents of Kirsty Harrison as Murphy, Jenny Helton as Daphne, Shandon Loring as Michael, Mark C. Helton as Gleason, Tyrus Rayner as Isaac, Carrie Hampton as Hart, Quinn Caffarata Jenkins as Philippe, Kaz Chandler as The Librarian, Stephanie Bauman as Intern One, James Devereaux Lewis as Intern Two, Caitlin Cole as Autumn, with Anita Kelly as Sylvia, Michelle Calhoun as The Interrogator, Cassandra as The Shadow Leader, and I'm Connor Howard, your announcer. This series is developed and proudly produced by 97 to Now Productions. For more information about the show, please visit our website. Tune in next time as Murphy's Inc. continues. Oh,